I am personally thrilled to be a part of another amazing training with Paramahansa Nithyananda here in Seattle. For more information about Paramahansa Nithyananda's events in Seattle, visit the website seattle.lifeblissprogram.org or call 425-246-1247. The Empowering Your Life Seminar is coming to Seattle April 28th to the 30th. Are you ready to do the things you wanted to do? Create what you want in life now and in the future? Empowering Your Life techniques give you the power to make personal changes quickly and easily. You can change your life and you can change yourself. It can be painless. It doesn't have to take months or years. It can take weeks or days or no time at all. For more information, call 800-800-MIND. That's 800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com. Are you tired of doing all the right things and ending up with the wrong love? Are there people in your world that you should but just don't respect? You're not alone. Let Greg Hoskins and Michelle Morgan Hoskins show you how to identify, cultivate, and use polarity as a power tool for finding and building extraordinary relationships. Attend the April 1st introductory seminar, catch them at the Northwest Women's Show on the Discover You stage March 25th, and listen to the Dr. Pat Show April 4th for an in-depth interview. For more information about all Essential Fire events, call 425-397-7559. That's 425-397-7559. Or visit theessentialfire.com. Hi, this is Dennis Sikowski, your REMAX Champions real estate professional with the tip of the week. If you're currently renting, it's simple. You're getting no financial return for your money. In fact, you're paying the owner's mortgage. There are two important ways a homeowner saves money. First, all the real estate taxes and the interest you're paying on the loan, which is 90 to 95% of your monthly payment, is tax deductible. This means several thousand dollars per year you do not pay to the IRS. Secondly, within 10 to 15 years, the average home will double in value. So if you're renting, call me, Dennis, at 888-62-DREAM. We can talk in real terms about you becoming a homeowner. Remember, dial 888-62-DREAM for a free personalized assessment that may surprise you. 888-62-DREAM. See you next time with the tip of the week. Do you have questions about romance, work, or your health? Get all the answers you need at the Seattle Body, Mind, Spirit Expo, April 29th and 30th, Saturday 10 to 7, and Sunday 11 to 6 at the Seattle Center Fisher Pavilion. For only $10 admission, you can enjoy two days filled with over 100 holistic exhibitors and 70 free lectures ranging from natural health, personal growth, and metaphysical topics. Shop beautiful crystals, purchase quality nutritional supplements, have your future revealed, explore new healing techniques, and much more. For more information, call 541-482-3722 or visit bmse.net. From ancient healing traditions to the latest and holistic world, we guarantee to educate and entertain your body, mind, and spirit. And stop by and visit with the award-winning radio host, Dr. Pat, and sign up to win a basket of goodies with special gifts from her sponsors. Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. 
Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Can you feel me today? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Dr. Pat Show. <laughs> Ouch, I am, you pitched me. <laughs> I, I am Dr. Pat. That'd be me. And if, if I had very, I had a great email from someone a couple of weeks yeah. ago. They said, you know, like, what's your last name? I said, okay, Dr. Pat Basili, that's me. It's not broccoli or anything. Dr. <laughs> Pat Broccoli. It's Basili. They wanted to know if we were, like, related. Ooh, I, I said we are, like, but, you know. Well, we're like brothers and sisters. What's that line from uh, that movie? Gosh, now here I am. Like, half half of the information. <laughs> you know that one movie that with mo- that one guy that came out last summer? Yeah, the one, <laughs> with, the one with Dustin Hoffman and, and the Frockers. What? Oh, oh, Meet the Falkers? Falkers, there they go. Yeah, that movie right there. It's a tough one. You got to make sure you got it right. Yeah, okay. But anyway, (laughs) it's really a great day today. Why is it a great day today? Uh, Well, several reasons. One, today's show is featuring two people from our area, from the Seattle area, by the way, and two people that, uh, and you'll hear more about them, but two people that have decided to live their lives based on their values and and about their and it's about their contribution to the world. And so today we're going to be hearing from uh, Lisa and David Domke, and we're going to be talking about things related to the upcoming Sacred Activism Conference, which is coming to town May 11th through the 14th. Yay! Yes, indeed. And uh, we are going to be doing a remote broadcast as soon as Benny can find out if we can do it those days. Then we, <laughs> we're going to another be doing thing it. for Benny to do. Writing like, it down. Let's do the to-do list on air. All right, I'm writing it down. <laughs> yes, we're hoping to do at least the Friday show from there, and hopefully we can get a Saturday spot. Maybe we can bump sports that day for sacred activism, but that's probably not going to happen. Today's show, though, is uh, with uh, both Lisa and David, and they'll be joining us in a minute. Lisa Donkey is an ordained uh, Presbyterian minister who is currently exploring, exploring the development of a new congregation in Seattle, and we're going to hear about this, hear how all this fits into sacred activism. She's on the board of Faith Forward, and that is, believe me, that's a website you want to go check out, www.faithforward.net. And she is active, uh, actively partnering with other faith-based organizations to address issues of, you ready, poverty, social justice. So, you know, I actually have done research on social justice, social justice, peace, and the environment. Uh, David is, has worked as a journalist for several newspapers in the 80s and the 90s, including the Orange County Register and Atlanta, Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Before he earned a Ph.D. in mass communication, that's what we do, mass communication. Mass communication. And his, 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 his journey has really taken an interesting twist. I can't wait till he joins the show so we can talk about it but he has done research and his teaching uh interest have focused really on relationships among u.s politics journalism and public opinion and boy isn't that going to be a conversation we have today so i want to remind everyone to find out more about the sacred activism conference we are thrilled that it's being held here in seattle tell your friends and make sure that you register early because i think there is a limitation on the seating and we want to make sure that every one signs up. You can go to www.wisdomuniversity.org. Check it out. We'll be here. At, we're running ads about it, aren't we, Benny? Yes, ma'am. Do we have ads we run? Uh huh. 
Why don't we listen to one right now, take a short break. <laughs> that sounds good. And when we come back, Lisa and David will be with us for a very, very exciting and powerful show. I'm Dr. Pat Basili. This is the Dr. Pat Show. And producer Benny. With his rose. You got the Rose Bowl shirt I do on. got my Rose Bowl. Go Cougs. Thank you. We'll be right back. Stay tuned, everyone. May 11th through the 14th, Wisdom U presents Sacred Activism, integrating soul and service to build a wisdom civilization at the Linwood Convention Center. This first ever event will galvanize you to develop a deeper connection between your spiritual practice and social action. It will assist you in reclaiming the sacred center of your entire being and offer you direction to stay ignited. This conference draws on the inspiration and wisdom of internationally known icons like Caroline Mace, Andrew Harvey, Robert Kennedy Jr., and Marianne Williamson, and Dr. Jean Houston, as well as a host of local spiritual leaders who contribute their insight to the dynamic power of this event. Register now at wisdomuniversity.org. That's wisdomuniversity.org or call 415-561-2348. That's 415-561-2348 for more information. Wisdom Magazine is dedicated to opening people's hearts and minds to alternative philosophies, products, and services. Looking for an astrologer, chiropractor, a local yoga class, a holistic business opportunity? At Wisdom, we have that and much, much more. Each month, you'll read thought-provoking articles by local ecologists, healers, and practitioners, learn about retreats and programs coming up in your community, and see the latest products and services available. You can also browse our classified ads or place one of your own to showcase your own business or service. Wisdom Magazine is published monthly and distributed free to you at holistic businesses in your community. Or if you prefer, visit us on the web at wisdom-magazine.com. That's wisdom-magazine.com. Either way, you're bound to find all the information you need to make informed choices for your life. The Pacific Northwest welcomes Pepper Lewis, founder of the Peaceful Planet and gifted channel of Gaia, the voice of Mother Earth. Pepper offers unique insight, direction, and guidance that can inspire and reawaken your purpose in life. Experience the soul of Mother Earth, Sunday, March 26th, from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the Healing Arts and Wellness Center in Renton, 1110 Edmonds Avenue Northeast. Let Gaia help you gain the tools necessary to pull yourself from the quicksand, reduce detours and distractions in your life. Evaluate your personal relationships and harness your intuition to quicken your pace. To reserve space, call now, 425-398-8011. That's 425-398-8011. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. What if it was actually possible to be taught how to hear God's voice within you in a distinct and conversational way? If you desire to hear God's voice anytime you want to receive the peace, understanding, and inspiration you desire in your life, join David Paul and Candace Doyle, authors of the highly acclaimed book, The Journey That Never Was, to learn how to hear this voice as a recognizable voice within you on Saturday, April 1st from 9 to 5 p.m. at the Unity Church in Bellevue, Washington. Don't miss this unique opportunity. For more information, visit howtoheargod.com. That's howtoheargod.com. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic with your Maximized Living Tip of the Week. 
Loss of normal healthy neck alignment called forward head posture can lead to decreased mental capacity, decreased lung capacity, and limited healing potential. Great posture is vital to maximize living. When standing or seated for long periods of time, make sure your ears are lined up over your shoulders to prevent forward head posture and maintain optimal health. To learn more about maximizing your life, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. girl maybe maybe not who knows i lived uptown though for a bit oh you're wearing some pearly action going on I there know, so i know purple pearl that's tough to say purple pearls i know i, <laughs> I went to slow myself I, down i actually went to school uptown in new york and if you know about uptown in new york new york uptown is really harlem there you go <laughs> that's it mm-hmm. and columbia by the way where i went to school uh is right there um you know Right on the edge of Harlem. Because so everyone was, in New York is like, hey, that's right. Back to that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm all, you know, close with Bill Clinton who's <laughs> yeah. hanging in there. Rolling tough. And where is Bill Clinton, by the way, on these issues? Mm-hmm. Where is Bill? I'm going to ask my guests today, Reverend Lisa Donkey and, of course, David Donkey. And, uh, and we're going to be talking about sacred activism and many, many things. And we have lots to talk about. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Uh, thank you, Lisa. Thank you, David. We're happy to be here. It's a pleasure. Wow. Let's just start with the question, and then we'll take it from there. I mean, there are so many things to, to talk about. And, and let me acknowledge, uh, first of all, let me acknowledge both of you for the gift and the work that you've taken out into the world. And I want to start this conversation by asking you about the work that each of you is doing right now and what has really led you to do this. Mm-hmm. So let's start with uh, you, David, and then Lisa with you. Well, I was a journalist back in the 80s and the 90s, and then I went into academia and started to study uh, essentially how political leaders use words and images to essentially manipulate the news media and public opinion. And I was very interested in specifically uh, kind of the nationalistic, and then I became interested in the religious or spiritual rhetoric and images that, that political leaders have used. And so for the last about five or six years, I've been looking at how uh, largely political conservatives have um, successfully used religious rhetoric and imagery to uh, move the American public in ways that they want to go in terms of policies. And this has led me to move beyond just kind of being an academic because the, the implications of this, this kind of rhetoric is so substantial for, for America and for the world. Um, and, and as a person of religious faith, it just troubles me. I feel that the kind of that, that my faith has become partisan, and, and it's certainly the last thing I would ever want that to happen. And so it's, it's motivated me to move into the public arena and to become a speaker, to become someone who does workshops, and to work with largely progressives, but anybody who really wants to be part of this conversation and, and really attempt to transform the, the current monologue on spirituality in this country, that monologue being dominated by conservatives. Yeah. You know, it's interesting uh, about the, the, I love what you said, David, because what's interesting is we now have these new terms. It used to be you were a liberal or you were something else, right? And, and now, right? Right. Right. And uh, I, I tease, I joke about this, uh, you know, my, my uncle's 88 years old, and of course, you know, he says he is, he's a flaming liberal and he wanted to know if I can get a t-shirt made for him. Uh, but 
the point of all of this is we now have labels now we call progressive. As a matter of fact, this show was voted by the people to be Seattle's favorite progressive talk radio show. And, you know, I never thought of this as a progressive talk radio show. So here's the question I want to ask. Isn't this really an invitation beyond the labels, beyond the politics? Isn't this really an invitation to get back to the dignity of the human spirit? Oh, so well said. I, I think that's just a tremendous way to phrase it. And I think that's what sacred activism is about from, from the way I view it, is to move beyond these identity pieces that have come to define us, whether it's partisan identity, whether it's our, our, our sexual identities, whether it's our, our racial and ethnic identities, back to the human dignity, that notion of being created in the, you know, the kind of sacred manner in which God has created us. And I, and I think that we've, we certainly, I don't know if we ever really had that, so I don't want to just you know, kind of look at the past and say, gee, I wish we could go back to that. Certainly, I think that's where we need to go. And when I think of progressive, I think of progress in the kind of notion of coming to understand God's purposes on earth and, and how we as humans fit into that kind of spiritual realm. And I, to me, I, I understand progressive to be not in a political term, but in a much more human term. Yes, thank you, thank you. And, and it is growing in definition. Lisa, what do you think? Um, about which question? Uh, uh, you, you get to answer. See, now you follow. See, you get to answer all or any of them. Excellent. Well, um, if you want to hear a little bit about how I got from, from yes. there to here, um, yeah. I can nutshell that for you. I grew up actually within an evangelical Christian context, um, fairly conservative, and then at some point perceived um, a call from God to be a minister, which as a woman in that context is a lot to wrap your, wrap your head around. Mm -hmm. I hadn't ever known any women who were in leadership positions like that. Um, so I began a long and um, terrifying and painful journey of figuring out what to do with Scripture and, and um, how to reinterpret um, faith. And um, landed with the Presbyterian Church USA and was ordained as a minister in, in January 2002. Um, so... Then, in the run-up to the presidential, the recent presidential elections, um, I just finally just couldn't take it anymore. I'd never been politically involved, frankly, um, and uh, I'd been involved in community things, but I just didn't want to get into the political stuff. But um, really, felt my my faith compelling me, in fact, to take action. I didn't feel like I could I, I could no longer be silent. I could no longer not do something. And so um, I ended up becoming involved um, in, in politically, and then that led into um, lots of connections with the wonderful groups we have in Seattle, like um, Faith Forward and the Seattle Church Council and the Washington Association of Churches and Faith Media and Democracy. I mean, you can go on and on. There's some terrific um, movement and energy um, of people coming together from lots of different places and perspectives, some of us really rooted in a particular religious tradition and some folks who have just said um, this speaks to me um, our, our shared humanity um, speaks to me our shared values speak to me let's join together and do something positive wow thank you uh, you know uh, don't you get the sense that there are lots of people that are starting to feel the way that you both feel where they're being called to take some action and and really in in a lot of cases are sort of at a loss for how to take that energy that they have sort of built up Absolutely. and take it out aren't we essentially creating a new way a new horizon something new that hasn't been done before in terms of how we come together absolutely and i think that idea of going beyond labels and divisions is really important um that's that's something we're still working at and um people are working through and and perhaps 
especially in progressive circles where people have held really tightly to these ideals and have um, beat each other up if we don't agree on absolutely every fine point. Um, and, and that a lot of us are saying that has to stop. Um, we have to, uh, to align ourselves and, and come together on our shared and common values, um, move beyond tribalism that's born out of fear, and um, really focus on what we can accomplish together. And I think that, uh, Pat, what you're saying about many people feeling this, this desire to do something or wanting to but not sure how to do it is, is something I come across all the time. I, I do public talks and I do workshops, and what I consistently hear from people is that they want to be connected they want with each other. They want to be active. They want to make a difference, and yet they're discouraged. They are feeling isolated, and when you come along and give them a framework for how to do this, how to make a difference, how to connect, it's, it's almost as if they've, they've got a new lease on life. They say, yes, this is, this is what I, as a human, it, it just gets me at some deep, deep core level. And that piece, which I think is what has drawn myself and Lisa into the public arena, is what we see other people grasping onto, too. And, and you know, we are discouraged in this country, people of progressive views, are discouraged. And that's why I think we, we see the dichotomy from after 9-11 when this country came together and we said, you know, wait a minute, maybe we are all connected. And then since then, we've done nothing but grow apart both here and certainly globally. And so we need to reclaim how it is that we bring us back together. And I don't think it's a lost cause. I think it's very possible. I think it is, too. I, you know, I wanted to get your take on this. I, I, I think that a lot of the pain that we've gone through for a lot of people over the past six years or so has really uh, created a new opening in their hearts. And a, and, a, and a real hunger for a different way. And I think that's why the Sacred Activism Conference has been born. It was born out of sort of a, well, I don't know if you want to call it a, a, an unconscious, but a, certainly a subconscious yearning to get people together to have a conversation that is about the greater good for everyone on the planet. I think it's really inter that's an interesting point, Pat, because really um, often our greatest personal and spiritual growth does come out of pain, um, even though that's not fun ever. Um, and you're right. I think that this is a unique opportunity where some of the things that we perhaps have thought were important or perhaps those comfort zones we've been living in are stripped away. We're shaken up a bit and we're forced to reevaluate and take stock of what really has meaning and ask the bigger questions of life. And that can be a really powerful and transformative thing for people. And um, that's, I think that's part of what's so exciting to be having to be part of this conversation. You know, simultaneously in America, we're you know so well off and comfortable, and yet so empty and and searching for a deeper meaning. And I think there's not it's not coincidental; those two pieces go together. And so, what I think we're striving for personally, and what this conference is working towards, and what people of progressive spiritual outlook are working towards generally are hoping to accomplish, is to recapture or to find that deeper meaning in our everyday experiences and to turn. The, the common into the sacred. Yeah, I love what you just said, to turn the common into the sacred, because that lays a platform. That platform right there, that platform we're talking about has to do with every person on the planet that has, they really don't need anything else to really join in on the conversation, do they? That's right. Everything is right there. Um, you know, I want to ask you a, a, a couple of questions. I, I, 
I have to bring this up because I thought it was a joke initially. Uh, it was an email. I, received, I did. I'm so sorry. I thought it was a joke today. I received an email from, from someone. I don't recall who it was. But I get a lot of emails. You know, I do. We have the best listeners anywhere. They're fabulous. They know my email. They know how to send me stuff. But I got this email. And the email talked about... now. This is how this is how being awake is really important right now. It talked about something going on with the IRS, perhaps being able to sell our tax returns to marketing people. And I thought to myself, how far can we get along the path before we are now like paying attention to what's going on? I mean, I can't. I, I can't even imagine a conversation on this. How awake do you think we are to take this to the next level? Well, you know, that kind of speaks a little bit to some of the work that I do. In, ter in terms of political and public engagement, I think the country is, is pretty awake. What the country is desperate for is, is leadership. And I think that's why George W. Bush was elected president in 2004. And, you know, certainly... Progressives like to demonize Bush, but the reality is that Bush provided a model of leadership for people that resonated with a lot of Americans. Mm -hmm. And we're all looking for that moral person to, to take us to the next level, to, say, to, to stand up and say, this is wrong with the IRS, this is wrong with the wiretapping, this is wrong with the you know, third year of the Iraq war now. All of this is wrong, and what's right is this, this, and this. And the reality is that those leaders come out, they emerge when there is a robust movement or dialogue or conversation that's occurring among the public. And so we can't wait for those leaders to come along and then create the ladder. It's got to be the other way around. And so, you know, I think we're all called at some level now to, to open our doors, to talk to our neighbors, to, to stand up and, you know, say, I stand against this or I stand for this. And, you know, increasingly, it's, it's every bit as mundane as something as the IRS selling our tax returns. And, and, and increasingly comes the consumerism into our lives. We need to be awake on all of these levels. We can't all do this. What we need is to be connected, and then together we can do this. And part of, and I, in conversations I've been having with um, religious people and progressive people, um, there is a sense of people waiting for a savior, so to speak, yes. waiting for someone to fix this for them, waiting for someone to change the tide of public opinion, wait, waiting for someone to change the way we talk about things. And, and what I've started saying is we, we are the, and someone has said this before, we are the ones we're waiting for. I mean, it, it's really up to each of us to learn how to talk about the integration between our, our core values and for some of us, um, our sacred scriptures or our faith and how that propels us to come to certain conclusions about what's good and right in our world and what that means politically. And that takes some hard work, in a sense. It takes some thought. It takes some effort. You know, you have to be engaged. But if each of us were having these, these conversations with our neighbors and with our families, um, if we were really engaged, if we were writing letters to the newspaper, um, if we were calling into shows like this, it would make a difference. But each of us has to, it, it's incumbent on each of us to take that responsibility. Um, I'm reminded of a story about um, a Rabbi Zusa, I think it was, um, a rabbi who, who said, when I die I'm, and, um, and I, I come before God, I'm not going to be asked, why were you not Moses, but why were you not Zusa? And, um, and I think about that a lot, and if I'm mispronouncing the name, forgive me, people, I don't have it in front of me. Um, but 
um, I think that's an important thing. What is my role in this? What is my place? What is my voice? Mm-hmm. That's where the title, you know, sacred activism, I think, is so powerful. It, it, is, it is a sacred act. It is a meaningful public act for someone to make a phone call, to write a letter to the editor, to speak to their neighbor in respect and in love, and to also be carefully thought through, carefully think through the values that they bring into the polling booth. The reality is all of this is part of us living out our callings. Wow. Thank you both. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, David. Let's take a short break. We've got lots to talk about. And as a matter of fact, I think it would be great to open up the phone lines and invite you all to uh, join in on the conversation, question, comment, uh, anything that inspires you in this moment. We'd love to have you join us. The number is 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. 5527 or 1-888-298-5569 1-888-298-5569 lots to talk about questions comment we'd love to hear from you when we come back more with uh, reverend lisa donkey and uh, dr david donkey we'll be right back if you choose to accept it is to discover what's preventing you or your business from obtaining your goals dreams and vision the inquiring mind is your partner listen fridays at 11 a.m as stephanie durham professional life coach presents aces authenticity choices empowerment and success spanning 25 years of successful business tenure in addition to over four years of training with caroline mace at the cmed institute Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. Do you know you have power to create what you want in your life and in business? You do. This message will self-absorb in five seconds. For more information, call us toll-free at one 866 461 6463. Money with Max with author and coach Maxine Heinemann is an hour of looking at the fundamental relationship that we have with wealth. Once a month, we'll take a look at what it takes for you to bridge the divide between the heart and the mind to attract, create, and maintain wealth in all levels of your life. Visit www.thenakedmillionaire.com or email Maxine at maxine at thenakedmillionaire.com to live life and prosper. Is what you put on your skin just as important to you as what you put in your body? You bet it is. Running Wild Spirit takes this thought and has made a truly natural line of skin products for your health and pleasure. Originally created to help her son's skin condition, Charlene Feedham handcrafted a line of products with healing energy and the fresh fragrance of nature's beauty. No sudsing agents, alcohol, or mineral oil. Simply and beautifully, the essence of nature in different handcrafted soaps, body powders, shower gels, lip balms, lotions, body oils, salt scrubs, bath fizzies. Give a gift of love for yourself and that special person. For more information, visit www.runningwildspirit.com or call 206-622-2323 or stop by for free samples at one of our two stores located downtown Seattle at 6th and Stewart or across from the Maltby Cafe in Maltby.
You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Hi, this is Maxine Heinemann, wealth coach and author of The Naked Millionaire, with your money makeover tip of the week. Debt is a silent, isolating disease that cripples our creativity and our freedom. Here are three things you can do now to release yourself from its grip. One, talk to someone you trust. Two, refuse to look away. Write your money biography and acknowledge the past. Three, make the conscious decision to accept a new way of interacting with money. Your past does not have to hold you hostage. This is Maxine Heinemann, Wealth Coach and Author. If you need more information about how wealth coaching or how our amazing wealth building products can improve your relationship with money, check out our website at thenakedmillionaire.com. Email maxine at thenakedmillionaire.com or call 519-740-8287. That's 519-740-8287. one conference pass at any level get another free for the upcoming sacred activism conference in seattle may 11th to the 14th this exclusive offer for dr pat listeners ends march 17th visit with people like marianne williamson talk with andrew harvey and carolyn mace experience a workshop with dr gene houston be energized by the keynote address of robert kennedy jr and join sacred activists from our own community people like reverend kathy ann lewis rabbi ted falcon muslim sufi jamal rahman and many more music sacred rituals panel discussions poetry, and lots more. Hang out with Dr. Pat as she does the Dr. Pat Show live from the Linwood Conference Center. Here's how it works. Register at wisdomuniversity.org and where it says promo ID type DRPAT01. That's DRPAT01. Simply add the name of the person you're bringing. This offer not applicable to student rate registration. For questions, call 415-561-2348. That's 415-561-2348. More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 11.50 a.m. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you all for listening. We love you, love you, love you. And thank you. If you ever want to send an email to me, comment, question, please do it. All you have to do is send your email to live, L-I-V-E, at the com, And that is T-H-E-D-R for Dr. Pat, my name, P-A-T, show.com. And pretty soon, all you need to do is just put any form of that in and you'll get there. <laughs> Technology is wonderful. Uh, today's show, we're talking about many things, but all in the spirit of sacred activism. My guest today, Reverend Lisa Donkey and David Donkey, and we're talking and exploring this world of getting plugged in, tuned in, and uh, taking action. And David, let's talk a little bit about uh, the book that, that 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 I know you've written, and and I think it's it's a book that. <laughs> I think that many people look at and have questions in not just about what you've got in the book, but also questions about what their own beliefs are. The book is called God Willing, Political Fundamentalism in the White House, The, the War on Terror and the Echoing Press. Uh, that's published by uh, Pluto Press, and we'll have a link for you all uh, pretty soon so you can find out more about it. But the title, God Willing... Well, it's a question. There's a question mark in there after those words, right? Yes. So it's God willing question mark. Right. So, and that's where that's kind of where I started the process. I mean, I've been raised in a Christian faith tradition, quite you know, quite ecumenical in outlook, and I, you know, there was an awful lot of discussion 
after the 2000 election about George W. Bush being a man of God, called to the White House. And I was very interested in that. And, you know, I, I study it from a communication perspective. And so I was interested mm-hmm. in how, as a president, this individual had cultivated that kind of a perception. Did he say he was called by God? And indeed he did to some people. Did he tell the nation that? No, he didn't say it, he didn't say it explicitly like that to the nation. Instead, he very subtly, with the help of you know, sophisticated speechwriters in the White House, very subtly wove a kind of religious Christian uh, worldview into his speeches and into his communications, particularly after September 11th. And what, over time, that's very powerful in this country. You know, that's part of the American story. And so when you do talk in religious terms as a president, you have a, a, you know, a bully pulpit to put forward a kind of, you know, a, a, this kind of civic religion perspective. But what this president did is, as I argue in the book, and, and I'm, you know, I'm a social scientist, so I provide all of this evidence for it, um, is put it forward in a very partisan way. And that's what distinguishes this president from past presidents who have spoken of God before. This is a president who uses God and partisan purposes. And in chapter 6 and chapter 7 in the book are me really trying to wrestle with what does that mean for me as a person of faith, for me as a citizen, for someone who is a former journalist who heads up journalism at the University of Washington, and what does it mean for us globally? And the, the reality is that it's not a partisan book. It's a book, it is certainly critical of Bush because I'm troubled by this, but it isn't motivated by partisan concerns. It's motivated by more of those other pieces, the faith traditions, the, the concern about public rhetoric, public discourse, the, the uh, concern about us as citizens and a concern for journalism. Well, I had an interesting email, and, and uh, Lisa, th- I'd love for you to comment on this. Thank you, David. And again, let me mention the book, God Willing, that's a question mark, and we'll be able to let you know uh, uh, where you can find out more about the book. There's an interesting email I received a while ago, and I don't remember the details of it, but um, the, the person that emailed me was asking me a question and felt that uh, they, too, uh, from a Christian faith, very, you know, very, proud of their Christianity as a matter of fact and yet there was this sense that with what's happening in politics that if you're a Christian you must believe things in this way not only from your faith but from a political point of view now if you don't then the perception is that a you're truly not a christian and b you're truly not an american so it's kind of interesting how this this dynamic has has worked itself into a psyche which has now become this new value that interweaves uh religion and politics and people i think are feeling a little betrayed what do you think i think it's absolutely the case that that what the Bush administration has put forward, and with the support of many millions of Americans, by the way, oh yes, is is a a conception that a that is a mathematical equation that American equals Christian equals white equals European American equals heterosexual, and the reality is that 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 piece right there excludes so many of us. And also, that's what troubles me. It's the divisive notion of faith. And what we're about, what I'm about, is reclaiming the rest of the story. Because that's a very minimal story. It's an exclusive story. It's a power story. And the reality is that millions, billions of people know the rest of the story to be true. And they, they, they are claiming it. And we're going to live it out. And the reality is that politically is only part of, is only part of this. The re, there's a whole lot else that goes into it economically, socially, 
legally. And so if we as progressives can mobilize in our daily lives and some of us in, in a more public dimension, then I, I think that equation can change. And by the way, it was a quite different equation just four decades ago. Mm. And so, oh right, good point. <laughs> you know, so it isn't like we're at the. We've been in this place for hundreds of years. We're in this place for for a period of time now, and I believe it will change because progressive stories, progressive ideals, always win. But it takes time. It sounds like, you know, and it seems like that there are so many things that are showing up in contrast. Well, here we're talking about, you know, a sacred activism, which is activism, of course, from a sacred and from a from really from a holistic perspective. And yet we come off on the heels of a very and you are both from the Seattle area, of course. And so we come we, we come uh, to this interview today sort of on the heels of this very, very heated debate um, that I, I was actually asked point blank about on television a couple of weeks ago uh between ron sims right and lisa we were talking about that during during the break mm -hmm. and it's as, almost as if there needs to be and i would love to host the show on it there needs to be a counter argument and bring that debate to a new level and it was this conversation again uh that that had talked about the gay and lesbian issues yeah absolutely you know the the difficult thing to sort through on on this issue is that we're talking about um a religious perspective that's grounded in sacred text. And um, Ken Hutcherson and others interpret mm -hmm. it one way, but many of us um, believe that that's a misinterpretation of, of Scripture and, and interpret it a different way. So our religious communities, although they mo both might certainly would be Christian and, and Orthodox and grounded in the Christian faith, have come to some really different conclusions. That's one thing to talk about. And the, frankly, the progressive... Christian argument, um, and, and my friend uh, Rabbi Danny Weiner um, at Temple to Her Sinai um, could pr very clearly present, um, you know, from the Hebrew scriptures, um, a, a really grounded Jewish perspective on that. In fact, we should have him on if you do that show. Um, but the other issue is, um, how do we, what is a healthy and helpful way to, to talk about faith in the public domain? And to what extent should um, one person's or one group of persons um, views on a topic determine public policy. And so in that debate, what you had was, was Sims, I think, and I didn't hear the whole thing, I, I've read excerpts, mm -hmm. um, but Sim, uh, Ron Sims talking about his faith, yes, but mostly saying this is a civil rights issue. This mm -hmm. is the country we live in. This is the state we live in. This is the county and city we live in. Right. And this is what we have said um, about, the, uh, about people's rights, about whether or not it's okay to discriminate, period. Um, then Ken Hutcherson was just arguing... Um, you know, from his particular religious position. Um, those, those, things, those are things we're continuing to sort out. And on, bo on both the more progressive or more conservative sides, there are people saying a variety of different things about what's okay in bringing um, your faith kind of to speak into the, the public realm. We need to keep talking about that and figuring that out together. Yeah, and I think the eye-opener for a lot of us was not just the content of that inter of that debate, but sort of the tone. Yep. I mean, I, you know, I, my show really doesn't get to that place. I mean, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in bashing. I believe that there's a higher order to thing. I believe that conversations like the ones we're, like the conversation we're having today is a call to raise the vibration. But I was so taken aback by... I don't know how to describe it. The veneer of hate mm -hmm. that came across the airwaves. I just don't think that there's room for that level of hate on either side. Yeah, I agree. And the troubling thing for me as a Christian is that 
um, it's it's really actually not an option to hate people. <laughs> I don't think that's what God is about. You know, it's, it's, it's counter to. The, I mean, and I just for you know, I see Ken Atchison claiming that perspective. Um, you know, uh, okay, but what's the spirit of Christ? Um, how would one speak in love? Speak, you know, in love to someone. And uh, sometimes the way someone says something tells you much more about them than the content of what they're saying. So true. So true. Um, let's take a short break. When we come back, more with Lisa and David Donkey. we're going to be exploring this idea of the, the role of spirituality, as we talked about, in, in framing important issues. That's what we're talking about now. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about the wisdom traditions and what we can learn from them. I'm Dr. Pat Basile. This is the Dr. Pat Show. Please uh, go to www.wisdomuniversity.org. Check out the upcoming Sacred Activism Conference. You'll hear more about it. We'll be interviewing Marianne Williamson, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., and many others. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. In today's climate of escalating religious tension, an increasing number of Americans consider themselves spiritual but not religious. But where is a spiritual seeker to turn if not to a church, mosque, or temple? An answer and many new questions lie in the award-winning book, God Without Religion, by ascetic and mystic Shankara Sharanam. God Without Religion offers a groundbreaking bridge between organized religion and personal spirituality. For more information about Shankara and God Without Religion, please visit the website, godwithoutreligion.com. That's godwithoutreligion.com. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. You've heard me talk about it, and now it's here. The book, Inspiration to Realization, Volume 2. Real women reveal proven strategies for personal, business, financial, and spiritual fulfillment. And guess what? Dr. Pat leads the book off with the three secrets to living life full out. Order your copy now by going to www.thedrpatshow.com or call Bobby at 206-550-6316. That's 206-550-6316. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. New Spirit Journal. Let the adventure begin. At New Spirit Journal, we want to inform, inspire, uplift, and amuse you. Our readers have in common an interest in life and in the deeper meanings life can offer. We don't claim to have all the answers, but we can start you asking questions. Our writers and advertisers share their techniques, new ideas, and products. Whatever it is, they want to share something they believe will make your life better in some way. Something that might challenge how you think and act today. Something that might make you question something you currently believe or do. You'll find New Spirit Journal at bookstores, cafes, churches, and meeting places the first week of each month. Pick up a copy and let it take your spirit where it will. You can visit us on the web at NewSpiritJournal.com. That's NewSpiritJournal.com. Make yourself an adventure today. Alternative to what? Alternative to everything else out there on the radio. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. You can take a picture of something you see. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. 
You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Dr. Pat Basili. We come to you live Monday through Friday, 11 to noon, right here. KKNW AM 1150. Like the dramatic pause there. I know. Don't you love it? I know. I was like, uh, there we go. Finish? I am. <laughs> uh, and then also, of course, voiceamerica.com. That is the, that's, that's, that's the show. That's Internet Talk Radio. They are the pioneers in Internet Talk Radio. They are super duper. They're coming out with a new channel, which is called the Seventh Wave. It'll be, you know, metaphysical. They now have a health channel. They have a business channel. I'm on the original channel. Lots of us taking our message out into the world. And I know David would agree that we can all do that. Today, my guests, of course, Reverend Lisa Donkey and David Donkey. And we're, we mentioned the book, God Willing. And so we have a link for that. If you're interested in finding out more, here's what you can do. www.com.com.washington.edu slash God underscore willing. Now, I will give that out again, but more importantly, that link will be on my website, thedrpatshow.com. And you'll get to hear more about it. Thank you both for joining the show today. Uh, if we could close by touching on this idea of uh, what Americans can learn from wisdom, tra- wisdom traditions. You know, the world's culture. I- I'd like to talk about that and get your perspective. And also let everyone know, you're both going to be doing a session at the upcoming uh, event. Right. That's right. On Friday afternoon... Um you know the dates. I think it's maybe the 17th or 16th of May. But that Friday afternoon at 2.30, we're going to do a joint session where we're going to kind of talk about the intersection of spirituality and politics and everyday life from our different perspectives. They converge in many ways, but we come from very different positions. Yes, absolutely. That's going to be Friday, May 12th. And, of course, that program will be up ASAP. So let's, let's talk about wisdom traditions and how you, how you all have incorporated the idea of these cultures, these world cultures, into the work that you now do. Well, I'll tell you, um, obviously there's a wisdom tradition within the Jewish and Christian faiths, and, um, but I have to say in, in my interfaith work over these last couple years, um, I guess I've, I've learned to take um, a new posture of humility in listening and learning um, from people who are engaging with the sacred in, and using different language than me, but um, who still have much to teach me. Mm. Um, and I guess my, my own perspective has been broadened um, as I allow myself just to, um, to receive from people and experience that. And um, that's, I guess, what I am hoping will, will continue to, to happen with um, my friends and colleagues in the religious community, um, that they will be open also to, to listening and learning from each other. And I, I think that my own faith tradition has much to offer in this, and I would love to, I, I love having the chance to um, let people hear a different voice than the one that they've been hearing from the predominantly Christian right. And actually, if they want to hear your voice, they can uh, go to www.faithforward.net. In the blog section, there is a, uh, is a post from you. You've posted yep. uh, a voice there. My so, first, yeah, my first blog. So, it, you know, give me feedback. I'm new to this. Uh, you, you know what? I'll give you feedback. <laughs> Great. I mean, it, you come right out of the gate. I mean, you say it like it is. I love this. Some days it's really hard to be a Christian in America. You're not alone. I can tell you that. And it doesn't matter what age you are i think people are really struggling in terms of their own religious spiritual identity right now yeah absolutely and and i think it's important for people to know 
you don't have to give up your your faith identity in order to be in dialogue and learn and listen and, and join together in our work in the world. Um, those, those aren't mutually exclusive things. That's right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Lisa. David, how about you? I know you are... You have really taken a very bold position, of course, with the book God Willing, um, and I'm 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 really curious to see how you how other cultures have really influenced what you do in the work that you do at the University of Washington. Well, I look at the people that have changed the world, and this is how I talk to my students, and this is what excites me as an educator. I look at the people that have changed the world, and overwhelmingly, in a positive way. I mean, not in a negative way. Mm-hmm. The people that have changed the world in positive ways have been people that have been often uh, meek and humble in spirit who have not been in people's faces but instead have shown up every day and very quietly and dignified demanded, and I use that word intentionally, demanded that they be treated with the, the, the appropriate respect that they deserve. Whether it's Rosa Parks, Mahatma Gandhi, or you know, hundreds of thousands of others, whether out of faith traditions or not, who have, in a very dignified way, said, I am fully human, and I deserve to be treated with the same kind of dignity and respect as you give to these other people. It's individuals like that, that in the political realm, in the broader cultural realms, across cultures, that challenge me as an American to shed the arrogance the privilege that I have every day in this country in order to think about how uh, my actions or non-actions as an American, a privileged American, shapes the rest of the world. I work very closely with a colleague who's not from, from the United States. He's from the U.K., mm-hmm. and he says, I want, when we do workshops, he says, I want you all to know that your actions today mean everything to the rest of the world. And to me, that's, that's when I recognize that... I'm, you know, I have a calling, a sacred kind of sense beyond just my everyday experience and existence to do something on the behalf of others. That's what I take. Wow. Thank you both. Thank you both for joining the show today. That's a wonderful way to end today's show and for those of you listening i will make sure that you get the link for the book god willing by david domke and of course you can go to find out more about uh faith forward just go to www.faithforward.net lisa david thank you so much i look forward to seeing you at the upcoming event and uh hopefully you'll get to meet many of our listeners there looking forward to that thank you dr pat that'd be great okay many blessings to you thank you wow uh you know this is certainly bringing out a very interesting side of me mr benny yeah i think well you know it's um i i believe that i can have a voice for positive change on the earth Mm -hmm. and do it in the way that i do it the vibration that i do it at i said before i'm not about bashing but i certainly will invite a debate on this show and as a matter of fact i think that's something that we'll look to bring to the table where we can have a conversation um of course, with Ken uh, Hutchison and someone equivalent who can really talk about different perspectives. Mm-hmm. That might be something we do. Or the other thing that I might do is what I do best. I praise Ken. I raise Ken in the name of spirit. There, there we go. go. And yep. everyone else. But I'll tell you this. 
if you don't want things to go on, if you don't want your tax returns to be sold to marketers, if you don't want the planet to be destroyed, if you don't want rights to be taken away from people, if you don't want anything, if you want your kids to grow up in an environment that's healthy and clean and all of that, then if you, not who, who will do it? And that's what the Sacred Activism uh, Conference is about. It really is an invitation to come together in a peaceful, sacred way to really ignite that thing that is inside each and every one of us, calling us to take action for an absolutely phenomenal connection to spirit and planet. And one voice can be heard. Absolutely. It's like, remember what Carolyn May said, if you don't think that you count, Try this experiment. I actually did this. This is like, this is a nightmare. You better set an alarm if you do it. <laughs> Leave your faucet dripping. No. One drip at a time. I can't do it but, already. <laughs> but, you know, put your, your sink right. thing. Of course, yeah. of course. So, you, so the, the water stopper. can't get out. The stopper. Put the stopper. put the stopper in there. Drip, drip, drip. Now, I even try, try this in your bathtub. So each drip, each drop of water mm-hmm. really contributes to such an overflow and an abundance. And so that's what each of us really contribute to life. That's the spirit that we have inside of us. I'm a drop. You're a drop. All of you listening to show, you're a drop. Let's come together, filling up and Pulling up and flowing over. That's all of us. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. Thank you all very much. Tomorrow, she's back. Sacred activism, sacred contract. Stephanie Durham, she'll be here in the house. We've got lots planned for you. And more about archetypes. There's a couple of archetypes that I'm really interested in checking out. Some of the some of the less known ones. I mean, we talk about a lot. We talk the teacher to this, to that. There are some in this deck that I'm hoping we get to talk about tomorrow. So make yourselves a fabulous, fabulous day. I will be at the Northwest Women's Show, booth 119. We will have lots of things to give away, raffles for everyone that comes by. Stephanie will be doing readings. Charlene will be giving away products from soaps to lotions. And Greg Hoskin, the Essential Fire, we're going to have a party. It's a party at Booth 119. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. And every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com. expressed on the preceding program are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers.